0: Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Welcome to today's podcast, and this week we're doing something a little bit different. But it will be super helpful. And we are talking today about and or I am answering a question, I should say, that I get asked in various very polite ways all the time. So I just want to talk about it out in the open. And that is why do I have the certain price point that I have to work with me? aka why am I so expensive? Using the words of other people. That's often the question people are kind of asking, but often in a much politer you know, less straightforward way. So I want to talk about it on the podcast because it's really strategic. It's also something I have struggled with to get to this point. I'm really good about it now, but historically have struggled here. And I think it has really wider and broader applications, whether or not you might never want to work with me. And that's totally fine. Um, But I really think this conversation and the five points that I share with you for why I price the way I price should hopefully really empower and help you in your own health and in your own life, because Yes, I talk about a lot of really geeky, biological, strategic things, but also it's really important that we look at how and why we make the decisions that we make and the way of thinking and our behaviors and our psychology. So that's what we're looking at today. And I really think this will equip and empower you for your own income and life and health and the and the five different reasons I share with you should be really enlightening. So that's what we're looking at today. But I hope you are doing well as we are springing into spring. Loving it. My house is just filled with daffodils. I love, I mean, it's re- just daffodils as the flower. Just such happy flowers, aren't they? You just look at it and just be like, you're happy. <laughs> so my house is filled with daffodils, and um we are in I'm recording this kind of beginning of springtime. We've had spring equinox, all of these kind of things. And so the, the weather is shifting and changing, which I am enjoying. Um, other than that, life here kind of just plods on. <laughs> As you can imagine, and things are doing good. I'm doing training for my 10K. I've been doing more Instagram lives, which have been really fun. And then it's just been a case of serving clients. I've been wrapping up a bunch of um, programs with existing clients and finishing those up and just being checking in, making sure they're feeling good and ready to go. And so that does mean I have space for new clients, which is exciting. So if you haven't booked a call with me, make sure you do that. Keziahall.com forward slash book. So that's Keziahall.com forward slash book book. We can book in a free call, chat more about it. Um. But yeah, it's just been awesome. Seeing client results, starting with a couple of new clients as well, and just being so aware of, oh, this is why I do this. You know, I always start with new clients and they tell me their long, sorted stories of everything, all their test results coming back normal, them doing all the things they've been told to do, them feeling fobbed off, them struggling for years, decades, multiple decades, when I'm often like, oh, like, in my head, I'm like, there's stuff we can do to change this, like ASAP, like there's so much we can do, and often some people come to me just be like, I've no idea, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure this can ever change, and so anyway, that's already fun, why I like, love doing my job as it is, so that's basically what's been happening here, and I'm excited, and getting excited for easter eggs, I was googling, trying to find like the best organic dark chocolate easter egg, so if you know, hit me up, like, because I'm the only one, to be honest, I've found um, so far is like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's not quite, not quite what I want. So your favourite dark chocolate Easter egg recommendations, let me know, and then I will tell my husband to buy me one. Okay, before I get too sidetracked about chocolate, let's get on with the show. Hey, 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 I'm interrupting myself to tell you something really, really important. So you listen to this podcast, so I'm guessing you would love to create more energy, you'd love to have a flatter belly, better digestion, more glowing skin, healthy, balanced hormones, right? And chances are you're really struggling with that. You've listened to this podcast, you maybe implemented a couple of things, you're actually trying hard to make changes, but you're not seeing the results. You're still struggling with bloating, your skin's weird, your hormones are out of balance, your bowels are just embarrassing, whatever it is. I know I can help. And the great thing is, is I currently have capacity to take on new clients. I'm officially done with maternity leave. I have some great childcare, so I can take on a lot more clients, which is exciting. So if you've been on the fence about working with me, you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Will this work? Will it not? Then listen up. I'll also be increasing my prices soon as well. So if you've been wanting to work with me and you're really not sure, now's a great time to book in a call with me just so we can chat it through because you are also might mean you save money as well so if you head to keziohall.com forward slash book, you can book in your free Zoom call with me. And this is a totally chilled, no pressure, informal chat where I just find out more about what's happening. We'll chat through what your program might look like, what it is that you might need to make progress, and then you can go and decide what's going to be the best fit for you. I offer also offer instalment plans in terms of payment. So wherever your finances are, there's probably an option we can find that works for you. I know I can help you. I've worked with thousands and thousands of women. I've been doing this for years. I've done loads of training, fully qualified to do this. And I would love to help you create more energy, a happier flatter belly, more balanced hormones, glowing skin, deal with any pain issues. This is what I do with clients every single week. And we could get start working together within the next couple of weeks which is so exciting. So keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me to find out more so that you can get in before the price increase. And we could get started soon. Just think where you could be in eight weeks time, how you could feel in that amount of time. And if you like this podcast, chances are you will love working with me in this program because... We'll just get you results really fast. That is the power of personalized approaches to your health and body and nutrition, okay? I'd love to chat with you soon, so keziahall.com forward slash book to book your call. That's keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call. I'll send you an email after the booking's made, and then we'll chat on Zoom, which will be really, really fun, okay? Sending you lots of love. Today, we are talking about money and what we're looking at is why is the investment, the financial investment so high for working with me? Okay, why am I so expensive to work with? Because a lot of people think it when they find out and I don't want to beat around the bush, I'd rather just have a really honest conversation. And whether or not you're thinking of working with me, I hope this will really help you to think about I'm um, just like your financial investments and your health and just to like, you know, open your mind to just asking questions. Because so often things that have to do with currency and money, we often have a very emotional response to. So I kind of want to talk about it here, partly because I I just don't like things being unsaid. And I know people say this to me, "Oh, I'd love to work with you, but it's too much money or why are you so expensive or why why do you cost so much when I could just go to the NHS in the UK for free, like w- all of that kind of stuff. And I kind of just want to address that head on because that's just kind of how it ro- I roll. And I also think we just really need to normalize conversations around money, essentially, because money is important, but we don't talk about it and everybody has these emotions to it, but also money It's like a necessary part of our lives but and our economy, but it also is meaningless. Anyway, those are my opinions. So why does it cost so much to work with me? That is what I'm going to be talking about today. I actually think working with me is a total bargain. I really think the value, what you get from working with me in my private program, the price that it is, the investment of it, is really good value. Really good value. So this, I don't think I am too expensive. I don't think I am overpriced. I am really strategically priced and the investment to work with me has been very thought through. Trust me. (laughs) And I'll talk more about that in this episode, my own uh, convoluted relationship with money. I actually think working with me is a really good value investment based on what you get, on how it impacts your life, on the return you get on it, on the um like the return of your investment, what you get from investing it, you know, basically what you get out from what you put in, I honestly think is phenomenal. But I've had this, people say this to me a lot. Essentially, they often say it in more polite, less blunt ways, but really what they're saying is like, you cost a lot of money, the last nutrition person I worked with didn't cost that much or I could go and find someone else out there who's cheaper or like, kind of like, why does it cost so much to work with you? Um, and so I want to talk about that because I think it's, I think it's a juicy topic, don't you think? <laughs> um, and also FY, you will definitely find people that are cheaper than me. So it's really important to um, uh, know that I um, do things really differently in this business of mine, in my holistic nutrition clinic. It's really different from other services out there. There's also why people's results are phenomenal. I tried the whole traditional model of this, you know, of alternative medicine kind of healthcare providers and I didn't like it because I didn't feel like my clients got the results they should get. My goal is to help you see incredible results and to shift things in your body, not just for like the couple of weeks that you work with me, but that it shifts dramatically when we work together, and then keeps on compounding and growing, and that you keep feeling better as time goes on. I'm not interested in you being really enthusiastic for two weeks and being, you know, being all yay, woo, go, go, and then everything like goes to absolute crap because life happens, and you know, you 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 on that circle again. I want people the reason I work with people in the way that I do is because I want them out of that vicious cycle of like, yay, enthusiasm, oh, nothing, dive right in, I'll do all the things, oh, now I'm burnt out, or life's happened, or I've gotten stressed, And or I've failed, or I've not seen any results, so I'm just not going to bother, and then I'll swing back around in a couple of months' time, start some new diet, like, you know, that whole, like, on, off, wagon, being on, a, on the wagon, off the wagon, on track, off track, because you don't get results from that, let's be honest, you just don't. So, that is what we're looking about today. So if you don't know, to work with me for my private program over four months, three to four months is um, 3500 or £3,500. So just so we all know what we're working with, for some people, you might listen to that and be like, yeah, that sounds reasonable. I think that's a great price, Kezia. Cool. And some of you listening to that will be like, maybe even offended at that price. That And to be honest, I was more on that camp many years ago. I would be offended at that at uh, that price, which is really interesting information, isn't it? How we respond to just a bunch of numbers, like scales. You know, when we jump on a scale and we see a bunch of numbers, we make it mean so much. We do the same often with um, prices for things. It's interesting. Anyway, I'll not, not go on that tangent. Um, so that is where I am at and terms of how much it costs to work with me uh, in my private program. And I really stand by that. I think it is really good value. I will probably increase the price, um, this year, maybe soon. Um, just because like a lot of, you know, everybody gets pay rises once a month, and <laughs> once, once a month, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> once a year but you know just inflation cost of living VAT these kind of things anyway but that is um the investment to it with me i stand by it i'm really i uh, think it's a good price and we'll probably increase it and how i price is based on the value that you get from that so what's the value that people get uh, they, you know, their pain, the chronic pain they've been living in. I'm just thinking of recent clients examples here, chronic pain they've been living with for a long time and have been through every other channel and no one's been able to help them. That fades away. Um, decades worth of digestive, digestive issues disappear. Um, periods that have been heavy, awful, painful for over a week, nine, 10 days, suddenly become four days long less heavy, more manageable, no need for medication, Um, people losing weight for the first time, like shifting their body composition, um, helping people's skin heal in terms of long-term eczema, helping that clear up and heal and helping their body create nice new skin, smooth skin cells. You know, just like, if you think about those those specific changes and then how that impacts a person's life. Imagine living with eczema all on your face for years and it's itchy and it's sore and it wakes you up in the night and it oozes and you have a public facing job. How's that going to make you feel? Not great. I can tell you that now. Imagine having bowel issues that are so embarrassing. You hide them from your partner. You are ashamed of them. You feel anxious about going to work because you have excessive wind and you, you know, you have to like leap out and go far in different places or blame it on the dog or whatever it is. And having the kind of shame that you feel about that, the embarrassment, the humiliation around your body's function, that's an that's not going to feel great. Or imagine just having to live in pain all the time and manage that and how draining that is on your energy and how it affects your relationships and your job and just the kind of life that you want to live. It's, it's incredible when you can shift those things, your whole life changes. It really, really, really does. And I know that in like, I, I live in the UK, so I know I can only speak for the culture that I am in, but in the UK, we definitely have around like paying for health stuff because we have an incredible um, and free um, NHS National Health Service. Um, you know, we where well, we don't have to pay for things. So you know, both of the births of my children probably cost. I mean, I don't know, twenty five grand, thirty grand, maybe. I don't really know. Plucking numbers out of here. Um, my the twins, the girls' birth was probably even more because I had. So many consultants and Peds people, like just so much. Just in case, I mean, thankfully didn't need them. I imagine was incredibly expensive. And I didn't pay, like you know, I didn't get invoiced for that. Obviously, we pay through taxes and things in other in other ways. But I didn't get invoiced for that. And That's incredible. So incredible, isn't it? Or if if my arm was to drop off today, um, I could go. This this is probably not how it would happen. let if my finger dropped off, got cut off. Let's just say. Then the, I could go to hospital and they'd sew it back on. I'm not going to get invoiced for that, which is incredible, isn't it? So incredible. I know not every country works that way. So that is an incredible thing, but it does, when you grow up in a system like that, it does sometimes create a little bit of entitlement and we expect everything to do with our health to be free and that someone else should do it for us, someone else should pay it for us, someone else should think about it, take responsibility for it, manage it, pay for it, deal with it. Just a little bit. I've seen it in myself. That's, that's why I'm confident. This will be a thing. Um, and that is um, it. Means sometimes, and what that really means is we give our power to a system and to something else instead of being really empowered for for ourselves. So so often we're not used to being empowered around our health, and um, and we're not used to being empowered around our habits and behaviours, and that that can be sometimes a part of a part of a cultural thing. So the reason that I one of the reasons I charge um, the investment that I do is that I really want clients to be empowered in terms of their behavior. I want them to show up. I want them to be in the room. I want them to be taking responsibility for themselves and not just being like, well, I'm paying this person to do it. Well, I'm going to see this doctor. It's their job to figure it all out. Yes, it is my job to figure a lot of stuff out, but I can't literally force you to do anything. And your doctor can't force you to do anything. You know, say they recommended a surgery. No one's going to force you to show up on the date and schedule of your surgery no one's going to force you to be there you've got it there's an element of taking responsibility so um it's just worth thinking that's kind of the culture that I am kind of speaking into but so let's look into the why's I've got about four or five five different reasons for why I strategically um price it the way that I price why I have decided on that specific investment of three and a half thousand pounds. And this will probably change in future. So if you're listening to this in future, that I'm not saying that is always going to stay my price. Um but why is that? How did I come to that? Because it can feel um I know for some people like a real shock when they hear about that pricing. So I kind of want to dive down in case you are like, oh, a bit jarred by being like, oh my goodness, Kesia White do- Why do you have that? Why does it cost that to work with you? If that feels jarring, I just want to explain not to justify. It's not because I feel a, a lack of confidence or because I feel bad or because I want to justify it to you. I really want actually more for you just to see how this is a really important and radical part of your healing and transformation, if this is the path, if that for you, if that makes sense. So this isn't like a, I actually feel slightly anxious about this, so I'm trying to persuade you that it's a really good idea because really on the inside, I'm not sold on it. I am I'm really sold on this the price. Was, and, I, and I think it's really great. I, I think it's a bargain. I think it's really good value. But I do think... Looking at this topic of money and health where we have a lot of emotion and um, there's a lot of emotional charge to both topics is really interesting to explore just as an opportunity to get curious about our values and our insides and the way that our brains are working and the way that our brains can hold us back and the way that our brains can set us up for success. So that's why I'm talking about this, that the money part doesn't really matter. It's really about, okay, what is behind this? What is this way of thinking and how can that help you in all areas of your health and life? Whether it, whether or not you ever work with me here, like this is not, you know, hundreds and thousands of people listen to the show, I could not work with all of you. But I'm really hoping in talking about this topic, it's really an opportunity for you to um, look at how we think about things and how and what gets in our way. How do we self-sabotage feeling good? How do we self-sabotage and get in our own way when it comes to our health? Um, and what are some of the brainwashing and cultural conditioning we've had that keeps us, especially as women, feeling like crap? What is some of this cultural, unsaid, unseen ways of thinking and values that keep us feeling and tolerating feeling rubbish? What keeps you from feeling the way you gotta feel? And some of it is part of what I wanna share with you. So, why is it that I have come to this uh, particular investment to work with me? Number one, I really do think it sounds cheesy. But I have clients say this to me all the time after we start, you know, after we wrap up our program together is that clients will say to me, you know, I was totally scared to invest because I felt a little bit sick and I was really anxious. But you know what? Health really is your wealth. So it sounds really cheesy, but your health is the foundation of your life. Like it it really is. We often think in terms of um, like resources that we have, we think of time and money, you know, so you, um, money is a resource, time is a resource, and you know, that both of those things are really, really powerful. You often spend more money to gain back time, or you might spend more time in order to save on money. I know for me at the beginning of my health journey, my food budget was about 25, 20 pounds a week. So I didn't have much money to spend on supporting my gut health through diet, but I did maybe I did make more time to shop around, bulk buy, do all of the, you know, I spent my time work because I didn't have money to spend now with um, twin babies, with a toddler, a business house life. I spend probably more money to save me time. So those are kind of our resources, but I actually think this is my opinion that our most valuable resource is our health. So without, you can have loads of time and loads of money, but without a healthy body, whatever healthy looks like to you, whatever that looks like, you know, I'm talking generally here. I know some of you may have long-term health issues, maybe that you were born with it. I don't necessarily mean perfection. Don't, Don't think that health is synonymous with physical And health perfection. But whatever healthy looks like to you, which is probably just better than where you're at now, feeling better, that health is actually the foundation for you to enjoy that free time and to spend and enjoy that money. You could have all the money and all the time in the world, but if you are sick and feeling tired, bloated, awful, unable to do the things that you want to do, it's kind of pointless. You know, what would you rather have? Health really is your wealth. It's the way, it's your body, your physical body is how you love the people around you. It's how you serve them. It's how you give. It's how you create. It's how you connect with others. Your physical body is the reason that you exist here. And when we die, it's because our bodies dies and our souls and spirits may live on, whatever your beliefs are about that. But your body is the reason that you are here on this earth in this time. So it makes sense that we really look after it. Your health, your body is so important and it's so important that we look after it and that we realize the value of it, the value and the power and the powerful resource that it is to to live the lives that we want to live. Yes, we have time and money and they are resources and they're powerful as well, but you really need your body and you want it to be as good as it can be and that might not mean perfect, but you do want that to to be as well. And yeah, as you can tell, I feel really passionate about this. But health really is your wealth. The healthier you are, I honestly think that helps you in- create more income. It helps you create more time. It means you can serve others better, love others better, live the kind of life you want to de- live, create innovation, innovative ideas, renovate things, yeah, volunteer because you have the energy to support charities or be the di- on a board of directors for something like You all of those things that you want to do, whether it's starting a family, growing your family, renovating a house, retraining and starting a new career, getting a promotion at work, starting a business, training as a counsellor, doing some charity work, changing politics, traveling around the world, setting up a charity, all of those things require your energy, your physical body to be working as well as it can be. It requires your health, your mental stability, it requires good digestion of food, healthy, balanced hormones, a good immune system, you know, low, as low levels of pain as is realistic for you, given your health circumstances, it's dependent on all. of, And I think we just forget that we forget, like, you know, like, so I have a lot of roles in my life right now. One of the main ones is I'm a parent to three children under three. I know I look after my health and I prioritize it so fiercely right now is because I know if I had a mental breakdown, which is very common postpartum, you know, with sleep deprivation, babies, or, you know, all that things. I know, just practically speaking, logic wise, this isn't me worrying that if I, I you know, a nervous breakdown, a mental health breakdown is, um, or crisis, or whatever you want to call it, um, is, could happen. And then I wouldn't be able to show up for my kids the way that I want to. I would be out, I'd be out of the game for them for a while while I healed and recovered. So, the reason I, even in my full life where there's lots of things going on, I really prioritize my health because I know it's how I parent. And that's a really important role to me. But I know my mental health and my physical health and my gut health and all of these things contribute to that role in my life that I can't fulfill the role as a parent as fully as I would want to if I was still um, struggling with chronic diarrhea every day. If I was still struggling with high levels of anxiety and depression. It's not, this isn't a blame thing. If you're in that place, please Do not hear what I'm not saying. This isn't about blaming yourself, but it's really hard to fulfill the roles and do the things that you want in your life when you're really struggling. But we kind of forget that. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't really know why it is in our culture, but it's like, well, let's do all those things. And then we only think about our health when it kind of becomes a crisis. So one of the reasons the investment in working with me is the way it is, is that because it reflects the value. Like, and that's why I think I'll actually charge more in future because your health is so valuable it's so it's the reason you are able to go to work and make money it is the reason you are able to have fulfill those different roles in your life like it's the foundation for everything else in your life in or one of the foundations but there's probably other things as well but in that the context we're talking about here So health is your wealth. And I think it's real important. That would be such a great takeaway, even if you're like, no, because I don't think I'll ever work with you. Totally fine. But really just grounding into how important your body is, your health is, your well-being is, in the fullest sense of the word. How you really want to invest in it now and keep investing in it. So it keeps working for you. So it keeps Um, so you keep cultivating a resiliency and a robustness in your body and in your health so that you can do all the other amazing things. So you can get that promotion at work. You can grow your family. You can have the babies you want to have. You can, or not, you can travel the world. You can set up that charity. You can run that business. You can retrain in that career while still working part-time. So you have the energy, the health, the mental clarity uh, to do all the things that you want to do, okay? So that's reason number one, as you can tell pretty passionate about it. Also, depending on your experience in your life, I've had periods of time where I have been really sick, chronically fatigued, unwell. Um, and it, and when you've had those experiences, you realize how, um, I don't know what the right word is, how robbing? how much poor health robs you in terms of your experiences, your connection, um, you know, how, how it limits you. And sometimes, you know, people don't always have those experiences, but those for those of you that have had chronic, ongoing health things, you're probably aware of how how much it costs you. And that is, that's sad. That's not how we want to live the rest of our lives. Um, okay, number one. That's reason number one. Number two is, I have found, now this is mainly just from experience, but I find that when you have, um, actually, let's back up. A lot of the time, people will start, working on their health and their diet and those kind of things with a lot of enthusiasm and then self-sabotage kicks in, life happens and people's enthusiasm dips and wanes and then they kind of stop and fade and disappear. When you have invested, when you have skin in the game, when you have paid for something, you do not back down as easily because if the only reason you keep showing up for your health is because the fact you've invested in it, that's That's a big reason. I think that's partly why, you know, like Peloton bikes, they're a couple of thousand pounds investment for a bike. It doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) Just just put it out there. I mean, I, at one point, probably would love to have a Peloton because I used to love spin classes, but it's, the reason it's awesome is that when you buy a Peloton, people use it. Why? Because they've spent three grand on it. And there's like community aspects and it's low impact. There's loads of great stuff about it. I'm not anti Peloton. I would love a Peloton at one point. I just currently prefer running. So but one day, if my knees give out, a Peloton would be great. Um, but there's skin in the game. That's why people show up for for that. It's it's like expensive gym memberships or PTs or those kind of things. You have like skin in the game and therefore you see results. There's a um I read about it like a meme or something it was a bit of a cheesy like coaching meme out on the internet but it was something like often your transaction your monetary transaction creates and is the catalyst for your transformation because it means you are in it it, the financial investment keeps you accountable it forces you to show up because if for no other reason even if you feel like a big fat failure you're like well I've paid for this so I want to you know, I'll keep showing up for it. And it keeps you in the room. It stops you giving up on yourself. It stops you disappearing, self-sabotaging. It keeps you present, which I think can be really, really, really helpful. Also, number three, it adds that part of accountability. It helps to keep you accountable to yourself, which I think is a big part of it. So another reason, which is maybe you might, this might be a bit of a left ball (laughs) for you. In terms of just in general, um, and why um, I think sometimes when people see the investment to work with me on my website, they can feel a bit like shocked um, is, generally speaking an award, in a broader culture is that women's work, generally speaking, when we see this through research and through uh, just his, historically, is women's work and caring roles and helping people's roles is often seen as hobbies and as non-essential income, especially perhaps if you are a mother, kind of mum's jobs, you know, mum job, mumpreneur, like, you know, just your little side job. And in general, women's work historically is unpaid, So I think it was statistically women do an average of, um, I can't remember the exact amount, 15, 20 hours of unpaid work a week compared to male counterparts. And this unpaid work is often around helping, caregiving, home managing, all these essential tasks that they get unpaid for. So women in general historically, not as much nowadays, but it still happens, is often seen as hobbies. Women's, um who work it's often seen as non-essential income. It's often seen as less important, less useful, especially maybe you're a mother who works and you maybe work part-time um, and you only do a couple of days a week. Like I only work four days, well, I actually work five days a week, but I technically work part-time hours, although I don't describe it that way because I think it's, not very helpful um it's this idea that women's work doesn't matter and shouldn't be paid for that when a woman a woman is working like her um like she there's almost like this underlying thing that she shouldn't really be paid for what for what she does whereas if you get a male doing a similar thing there's less shock when that happens, and, and th- again, I know there's some research around this historically, but this is just what I have noticed. And women themselves, this isn't this isn't necessarily people saying t- to women or people saying to me in the past, Kezia, your work is less important. You have a uterus, therefore, you should not be paid as much. This is all internalized in our own brains. That like, oh, it's not that essential, or I feel bad, or this work doesn't matter, or I shouldn't charge for helping people, or I shouldn't be paid for. Like, this is all very much internalized patriarchy, but it is the pan That women haven't been able, really, to earn their own money up until, like, recently. Like, we've not even been able to open our own, like, bank account a couple of decades ago. Like, it's, it's crazy. So I do think some of it is... This underlying internalized um, brainwashing we have around just women should, women just shouldn't earn that much money. You know, it's a bit, oh, oh, it's a bit like unseemly, Kezia, to to, to ask for that much money. You know, it's not very ladylike. And I know that's not, not what any of us would consciously think. I, but that, I, I've noticed that within me. That's why I've noticed that. It's this idea that I'm a mother. It's like unsightly to, to ask people to pay for something. Whereas, I'll, I mean, this is a great example. My husband recently moved from being employed in a company to being more of a contracting consulting role. But like on a longer term contract basis. So he had to, as part of that, had to shift from, you know, being employed and all the benefits that come with that, like parental leave, sick leave, and look at, you know, basically figure out like a day rate for him, for his um, job and career and those kinds of things. And it was just, just watching him do that process with so little drama of just this is my skill, this is how much it costs me, this is what I'm doing, um, this is my day rate. I'm really good at what I do. Boom. And how simple that was it was really eye-opening for me at how much drama I see women, and this might just be the people I know, but I see how women have around earning money. And um and I really think women earning money, I was gonna say decent money, but just any money. <laughs> just and demanding to be paid for their work is still a kind of a radical act, still not completely it's getting better, but it is still a bit like, ooh, ooh, it's, you know, that's a, that's a bit uncomfortable. And I've noticed for me, I've gotten over it now, but for the first like years ago, my business raising my prices was deeply uncomfortable because I obviously care I don't well I hope that's obvious I really care about people you know I used to my jobs used to be I basically used to work for free I worked um, part-time for charity that didn't pay very much so that I could volunteer part-time for another charity for free so I lived off of like 500 pounds a month because I really cared I cared about the people in front of me I wanted them to um, be seen be heard be looked after um have have someone in their corner to help them and that's that's still that's still the case but I've learned actually that all oh, these like these two things don't necessarily need to need to be separate so anyway i do think women it's just being it's just really helpful to cuz to be aware of this because I think often this idea that women's work is um shouldn't doesn't matter and shouldn't be paid for is really insidious and it's really subtle. Um and it's not like obvious. If you asked me bluntly, Kezia, do you think women should be paid less and their work matters less? I'd be like, of course not. What? But if I really sat and thought about it, that is something I've had to come like, have have grappled with as I have um, you know, as I set up my own business. Like what is my day rate? I am really qualified. I've invested a lot of money in my education. I have a lot of experience. I am really good at what I do. I help my clients get great results. I have that tangible evidence. I have professional accreditation. I do ongoing learning. And it's sh- my quote unquote day rate should be as simple as my husband if that makes sense. It should be as simple for me to come to as it was for my husband. of like, this is just how much it costs. Okay. Whereas I find often women, there's a bit more drama. Like we know statistically that women don't ask for pay rises. We know that a lot of women get underpaid. Um, you know, that the pay gap discrepancy, probably because sometimes women don't ask, they don't expect, they feel bad. You know, was I know in all my partner's job, who's, who's a male, my husband, he's always asked for more money when he's got offered a job, like just as a no brainer. Well, like as like a, well, may as well, may as well ask to be paid more than they offered. Like, sure. What's, what's the harm in that? Whereas I know a lot of women wouldn't do that. They're just like grateful to get any money, which is great. But anyway, so I do think about, especially being a woman running a business where I help people, my pricing also is a little bit of really changing how we value um, women and other people identifying people how they are valued actually and the work that they do is valued and should be paid for and you listening to this whatever work you do even if you don't quote-unquote work um, and maybe you are full-time in the home that is valuable and I was actually encouraging someone the other day to figure out how much money they are actually saving and making by working in the home, if that makes sense, by managing all the things. Because I can tell you, I pay for childcare and um, and uh, we have a nanny who comes four days a week. And she, if she wasn't doing that role, I know I would be. So it's actually really clear for me to see how much, how valuable that role is, even if you're not quote unquote employed. Okay. Your work matters and you should be paid for it and acknowledged and appreciated for that. Now that doesn't mean you can't work for free or anything like that. I've done a lot of, I up until probably before having the girls, did a lot of volunteer work. Really have done my whole life. So it doesn't mean you can't do all of that stuff, but also it's okay for, I think it's still a part of our radical reprogramming, essentially. Anyway, okay, I'm rabbiting on because I obviously feel passionate about this. Number five is that running um, is the reason that I price it like this is just running a profitable business. Just think about pensions, savings, contractors, um, tax, professional fees, software, equipment, ongoing learning, all of these kinds of things. It's just the reality of running a business. And I generally find that um, men maybe know this a little bit more. That's maybe a very generalized statement. But um, I think sometimes when I've, come across, when I've chatted with other women, they they don't, there's just not that understanding there of like how much stuff costs, essentially. So that's just the practical aspect. And I, to be fair, I didn't for years. So that's why I think that. I for years was just like, oh, like I'll just do like session, pay for me for one session and it'll be 50 pounds. If I were to do that, I would literally be losing money. I would be paying to do my job. And I would have no pension, I would have no savings, I would have no income, like no wage myself. It it just does not work. So some of it is just the practical aspects. And we very much have a society where we don't always know the value. Like we're always just looking for the cheapest thing instead of actually looking like, how much does this actually cost to run? And, then, and we are shifting away from that a little bit more, which is really helpful. So I hope that's helpful. I know that when we're talking about money, it can feel, like, uncomfortable or a bit random, and you're like, Kezia, I'm, like, dealing with thrush here, what has this got to do with it? But I would encourage you, this conversation is, like, whether it is you're thinking about working with me, or whether it's you making that jump from, like, cheap chicken to organic chicken, or normal broccoli to organic broccoli, or you making that leap to buying that probiotic that someone recommended, um that's that feels expensive to you this isn't just about working with me this is about the broader kind of conversations that and just getting us aware sometimes of some of that like behind the scenes programming that goes on in our brains that women it's okay for women to be undervalued it's okay for their work to not be paid and appreciated and it's okay for women to feel crap and to have poor health and to tolerate feeling less good like uh, to me none of that stuff is okay Um, And I do, I would say when you are wanting to invest in yourself, whether it is that initial, oh my goodness, I'm going to buy organic broccoli, I'm going to start buying organic butter, or I'm going to, um, you know, whatever investment, it will feel scary. I remember when my uh, weekly grocery budget was still pretty small, I was like, oh, I should, I eat butter. So let's try and just buy organic butter. And at the time, organic butter was £1.60, which is probably about like, Mm, like 70 pence more than like bog standard butter and you know when pennies are when you're counting when your budget is small ATP can go a long way you could get a bag of lentils for that which is like two dinners worth like trust me I have I have gone around the shop with my calculator my friends and I can I can budget it if I need to Um, And but it can feel scary. It might be that leap can feel scary wherever you're at, whether it's buying organic butter, whether it is working with me, whether it's paying to go and get some counselling to deal with that abuse you suffered as a child that you've never really dealt with, whether it's to go for couples counselling because, you know, your relationship is creating stress, whether it is whatever the thing is getting some more childcare, all of these investments can feel really scary. And it's meant to be uncomfortable because it's a shift. It is meant to, you don't get change without change. (laughs) And change is often really uncomfortable. So um, yeah, I hope this is helpful for you. I hope you appreciate or, or don't mind, sorry, me just being really blunt and talking as it is. If you have any questions, do let me know. And I'd really encourage you just to see how this applies to you in your life and where you're at. Maybe you need to ask for a pay rise in your own employment. Maybe you need to start really valuing your own work in the home and what you bring there. Maybe you've never really appreciated how uh, much your health is your wealth. Um, and I've never really, you know, you've kind of just not, really thought about how foundational your health is to your whole life, whatever it is, really think about how you could apply this. If you have any questions, let me know. Otherwise, I will see you next week for another session. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients, so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me, and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you, and answer all of your questions, and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me, and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziohall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird, weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom. And feel free to bring a cup of tea, okay? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.